Hi, JJ here again with the Art of Value. Welcome. So last video I was talking about the Silicon Valley Bank collapse. It was an unfolding situation, hour to hour almost. And that was not long ago and it's already time for an update because there have been new developments over the weekend in the US. The Fed and interested parties were trying to come to an arrangement before the end of the weekend, before the market opened on Monday in the US and even before Asian markets opened on Monday. So we have that. Let's get straight into it. Let's see what's happened. I'm going to put a link in the description to my previous video for a bit of background. What led up to this? What is the second biggest bank failure in US history? This is all unfolding as we speak. It's ongoing. Obviously, there was a lot of concern, a lot of concern of contagion to other US regional banks if depositors weren't covered. And obviously, the share price of Silicon Valley Bank crashed, but it went to a peak before that, a huge peak of over $700. I talked about that in the previous video. Since Friday in the US, there have been a lot of developments working over the weekend. The interested parties trying to come to an arrangement, as I said. On Twitter, we've got this post by David Sachs from the All In podcast. And they did an emergency podcast over the weekend talking through the situation. They're obviously venture capitalist VCs in Silicon Valley. They've got uh, portfolio companies that are involved. Jason Calacanis on there said he was pretty much terrified. And so David Sachs has got this tweet and he says, the basic formula here is actually correct. And he's talking about Janet Yellen, who, who was on Face the Nation. And I'll play a video for you of hers. But David Sachs has said, number one, no bailout for SVB shareholders, bondholders. Number two, but we will meet the needs of depositors. And three, we will prevent contagion. So this is before the big announcement, but let's see what Janet Yellen said, had to say as they were behind the scenes talking about it. Let me be clear that um, during the financial crisis, um, there were um, investors um, and owners of systemic large banks that were bailed out and we're certainly not looking and uh, the reforms that have been put in place means that we're not going to do that again but we are concerned about depositors and are focused on uh, trying to meet their needs. So Janet Yellen there obviously really conscious of what happened last time in the global financial crisis when they bailed out the big banks and the executives from the banks seemed to benefit and it was incredibly unpopular. People got very angry. So they're kind of going to pains to say, even upfront saying, we're not going to bail out the bank this time, but we will take care of depositors. So the people that lose deposits, they want to be clear that they want to help those people. Can you say whether these problems were unique to, to Silicon Valley Bank or can you say whether there will be other regional bank failures? Well, look, let me just say that we want to make sure that the troubles that exist at one bank don't create contagion uh, to others that are sound. And um, a goal always of supervision and regulation is to make sure that contagion can't, uh, can't occur. The other clear point there was about contagion, the fear of contagion to other regional banks because Silicon Valley Bank is a regional bank in California. It just happens to be with the tech community and venture capitalists, so a very important regional bank, you could say, to the U.S., US tech sector. They had fear that there would be bank runs on other regional banks. I've seen that all over Twitter. People are concerned about that and maybe that could have contagion in the market. So I think she was 
clear there about saying that they wanted to prevent that. And before the markets opened, I would say, and even before the Asian markets opened on Monday, which is before the US market. So the news came through not too many hours after that with Silicon Valley Bank update, where there was a joint statement from the Treasury, Fed and FDIC, which had the power to shut down the bank, Silicon Valley Bank, which it did. Again, go back to the previous video to find out what led up to that and what happened. The upshot is that depositors will have access to all money on Monday. So Monday morning when the bank is meant to open, depositors will be covered. So that's to stem the, any kind of contagion, the fear of that. And no losses will be borne by taxpayers. That's definitely one thing that they wanted to make clear. Janet Yellen was clear on that. And shareholders, some unsecured debt holders will get wiped out. So really saying shareholders, it's at your own risk and you get wiped out from Silicon Valley Bank. And it's pretty much going to zero, let's, let's say that. And Silicon Valley Bank senior management has been removed. Again, there's that unpopular situation in the global financial crisis where the executives from the big banks seem to do pretty well out of the financial crisis when they got bailed out. So they're saying that the management's been removed. If you're watching on YouTube or Rumble, please hit that like button to help spread it to more people, let more people know about it. And give me that little dopamine hit that I get when I see those likes pop up. Thanks. So here's David Sachs again, later on a VC and on the All In pod, the Fed pretty much did exactly what they wanted. So maybe they were listening and they seem to address them directly on that podcast, which is interesting. But David says, and just like that, crisis averted. So easy to do and so unnecessary to ever have this outcome in doubt. Well, you have to say they moved pretty quickly. Really, it's just before before Monday morning. It wasn't, you know, this, this happened. The bank closed on Friday, so it was, it was pretty quick. He goes on to say, undoubtedly, there are deeper issues in the banking system, but now there is time to fix them. There are other banks that uh, people are a little bit concerned about. In fact, bigger banks, but that's another story for another day. So not to forget this piece of news that's happening at the very same time and it's part of the communication that went out. Regulators closed New York's a Signature Bank citing systemic risk. Signature is one of the main banks to the cryptocurrency industry. As of December 31, Signature had 110.4 billion in total assets and 88.6 billion in total deposits. So that's banks being shut down too. So that's three banks in the last few days that have been shut down. So to go directly to the source instead of second hand, let's go to the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System. The press release they sent out a joint statement by the Treasury, Federal Reserve and FDIC. And they say specifically, today we are taking decisive actions to protect the US economy by strengthening public confidence in our banking system. The step will ensure that the US banking system continues to perform its vital roles of protecting deposits and providing access to credit to households and businesses in a manner that promote strong and sustainable economic growth. A statement of strength and stability there, as you would expect. So they go on to say, after receiving a recommendation from the boards of the FDIC and the Federal Reserve and consulting with the President, Secretary Yellen approved actions enabling the FDIC to complete its resolution of Silicon Valley Bank in a manner that fully protects all depositors Depositors will have access to all their money starting Monday, March 13. No losses associated with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank will be borne by the taxpayer. Yes, they wanted to make that very clear this time around. It goes on. We are also announcing a similar systemic risk exception for Signature Bank New York, which was closed today by its state chartering authority. 
all depositors of this institution will be made whole. As with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank, no losses will be borne by the taxpayer. Again, they make that point. Okay, this is an important point. Shareholders and certain unsecured debt holders will not be protected. Senior management has also been removed. Any losses to the deposit insurance fund to support uninsured depositors will be recovered by a special assessment on banks as required by law. Finally, the Federal Reserve Board on Sunday announced it will make available additional funding to eligible depository institutions to help assure banks have the ability to meet the needs of all depositors. And to finish off a statement of stability, of course, they say the US banking system remains resilient and on a solid foundation, in large part due to reforms that were made after the financial crisis that ensured better safeguards for the banking industry. Those reforms combined with today's actions demonstrate a commitment to take the necessary steps to ensure the depositors' savings remain safe. So yeah, strength, stability, everything's fine, there'll be no contagion, everybody calm down, don't panic. <laughs> so this is meant to be seen along with that. We see an article here, meet the BTFP, the Fed's 2023 crisis facility. Among measures to counter fallout from the failure of Silicon Valley Bank, the Federal Reserve said it would create a new lending program for banks, the Bank Term Funding Program, the BTFP. The facility will allow banks to take advances from the Fed for up to a year by pledging treasuries, mortgage-backed bonds and other debt as collateral. By allowing banks to pledge their bonds, they can meet customer withdrawals without having to sell their bonds at a loss, which is what happened with Silicon Valley Bank. They bought treasuries, they bought US treasuries, when rates were really low, interest rates started going up of course, and people started to withdraw money from the bank, the funds, the startup companies, and the tech companies that deposits there, they needed, needed the money more when there was a bear market, and the bank was kind of forced to sell those treasuries at a loss, a $1.8 billion loss. Again, I talked about that in the previous video, if you want to see what how, how it happened step by step, and that's kind of what caused the bank run, Led, that led up to the bank run. So that's what's happened so far, but this does bring up a couple of questions, of course, of things still to happen, what's gonna happen next. Lisa Abramovitz from Bloomberg has brought up a few questions here on Twitter. She says, the US has moved to backstop deposits at Silicon Valley Bank, raises a couple of questions. Will it work to prevent panic among a broad swath of smaller and medium-sized banks? Well, they'd hope so to answer that question. Uh, they, they definitely hope that it will stop some contagion or panic in the, as the market opens on Monday, but we'll see what happens. And number two, does it allow the Fed to raise rates further without causing systemic risk? So yes, this is all happens. You know, the, the Fed flagged that they were gonna raise rates about about uh, half a percent. And the next time they, were, they said that they wanted to stick to that, but now this has all happened since then. The bank has fallen over. There's been an actual bank run in Silicon Valley, the heart of the tech sector in the US. So will they be so willing to do that without causing systemic risk? Are they going to change their policy? Are they going to change? Are they going to pivot and say that's enough? They were going to raise rates till something broke. Well, something's broken. Is it enough? Let's see what happens. And one further question she says, and if the Fed is reluctant to raise rates much more because of this, does inflation stay higher for longer? So that's, I think that's another good point. 
is that if they stop raising rates to stem these the, the banks breaking or regional banks, will inflation keep going up because they're raising rates to try and bring inflation down or stabilize inflation? Will we be stuck with higher inflation for longer? We'll have to see what happens. So what do you think? Do you think that regulators have done the right thing here by just backstopping depositors, these are tech companies, early stage startups, and maybe even mid cap tech companies to kind of protect the tech sector and their venture capitalists as well. Do you think they've done the right thing here? Or should they not have done it? Should they just let the bank fail and just let the chips fall where they may? I know some libertarians will believe that. And there'll be some libertarians in Silicon Valley who believe that and maybe just suddenly change their minds if they're involved in VC and they're looking at losing millions of dollars through these deposits. But what do you think? Let me know in comments what is on your mind. Over the weekend, since Friday until Monday, the futures are actually up. We'll have to see what happens in the market. So people are happy about what's happened, I guess. The tech sector's been saved. But of course, futures are any futures. Anything can happen on Monday. But that's where we're at. If you got this far in the episode, consider subscribing. If you're on YouTube, on Rumble, on Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening or watching.